Hello, my name is Becca Stackhouse-Morrison, and I am ready for you to tune in each episode to hear ways to become you. Looking at ways you can be your authentic and intentional self, you'll finish each episode motivated to live life more authentically. I learned how to be truly me through relationships, chronic disease, finances, and taking each journey along the way. Talk about the real aspects of life? Of course. Relationships, finance, nutrition, hardships, exercise are all topics that we will discuss. Pull up a seat, drive safely down the road, or get into that workout groove to be challenged, motivated, and encouraged to be you. This is the Stacked Intent Podcast. Welcome to the Stacked Intent Podcast, where we will discuss and drop tips on how you are going to intentionally stack your life. I'm Becca, the owner of Stacked Intent, and today we're going to be talking about money mindset, and we're going to talk about it with our guest, Lindsay, and I'm going to let her introduce herself and her business and kind of her background of why she's here today. Thank you so much, Becca. Hello, my name is Lindsay Sharaka. I am the founder of my company called The Exuberant Elephant, and I'm a certified money coach and a certified budget coach. And I am passionate about helping people take control of their money and create a more positive relationship with it so that they can use it as a tool to build their businesses live their greatest lives, and create positive change in the world. I believe that money should be a tool to help you achieve those biggest, wildest dreams, rather than an obstacle, rather than feel like just a burden on your shoulders. So that is what I'm here to do, is provide tools, resources, and tips for helping you take control of your own money. Yeah, those are definitely some great ways, because not knowing our money really leaves us of our money controlling us. So I think we really got to look at which way do you want? Do you want money to control you or do you want to control money? So today we're going to talk about the importance of focusing on your gratitude. We're going to talk about thinking about practicing mindful spending, but also mindful saving. And then what motivates you what can inspire you. So let's start with that first one of embracing your gratitude. Yes. So a positive money mindset begins with embracing the abundance and cultivating a sense of gratitude. So that starts by taking a look at what you already have. What do you already have coming into your life? What are you grateful for you know, maybe, and they don't have to be big things. Maybe it's your cup of coffee is really great this morning. Maybe you're grateful for the sunshine today because it's been raining for four days. You know, so focus on those things that are bringing you joy today instead of focusing on what you lack, shifting your perspective towards that that already surrounds you. You know, taking a moment every day to express gratitude for even the money you already have big or small. Maybe you've got 15 cents of interest in your bank account today. It doesn't seem like much, but saying thank you for that. That is money that's coming to me. Taking that time to just be grateful. It also sounds like taking that time to be grateful, but find the joy too of 
hey, look, I made 15 cents on money that was just sitting there. Exactly. You did not, you didn't have to do anything. It just came to you. So that's, yeah, definitely a good way. So what about what you lack or shifting your perspective? How does that help us? So I like to think about it in the law of attraction sense. And if you aren't familiar with the law of attraction, the basics of it is what you think about is what you attract. So if you are spending your time focusing on, oh, I'm always in debt. I'm never going to pay off my student loans. I don't have enough money coming in. That could be more of what you're attracting. Whereas if you start to shift your thinking to say, I am working to pay off my student loans. I am becoming closer to being debt-free with every payment I make. That's focusing on the good things rather than the negative side of things that you don't want more of. It's definitely a great way to look at it. Of you Really, every time you make a payment on something, you're closer to paying that off every time you and if you look at that different then that it makes it a lot more of a chore to pay something than just making a payment right you know another great way is to just consider a gratitude journal or an abundance tracker so again just every day write down oh i'm grateful for that oh i made an extra payment i paid five extra dollars on my credit card today Again, just bringing that awareness to the positive things in your life. And sometimes writing it down just helps us see it. I think it definitely helps us process it. I mean, you could use your phone and write it in a notes app or you could, things like that. But I really think there's something to putting pen to paper for a gratitude or a tracker. And really, you could have that somewhere. You could even just write it on a piece of paper. That way you could see it every day, post it somewhere that you see that you see it that maybe if other people are at your house, they don't see that because you may not want them to see it, what you're grateful for in that area. But that way you can see it every day. So do you have a specific journal or tracker that you use in you in you keeping up with your gratitude and abundance? I kind of go through phases. Uh, sometimes sometimes it is on my phone because that's what I have and that's what I you know. So again, make it easy. Whatever's in whatever's in the moment, just write it down. Um, I do just also have a notebook on my nightstand. So you know, every night, what are three or four things that I am grateful for today? Fitting it into whatever routine works for you. Maybe you're a morning person and want to write it down while you're drinking your coffee every morning. But mine is right there on my nightstand and just take a couple minutes before I'm going to bed and write those out. I think that helps. I definitely used to do mine all before I went to bed as a gratitude journal or writing my journaling out. But it's become more of a morning thing since I got married because it's easier for me to have a routine with it in the morning than when we're talking at the end of our day going to bed. So right. I think whatever that, works for you. Yeah. yeah. And then it's one of those change. that yeah. may change in a season and the season mm-hmm. may be. Our next topic kind of talks about that practice mindful spending and saving. So 
what is, let's start with what is mindfulness? Why is mindfulness important? Mindfulness just speaks to becoming aware of things. So, you know, instead of just swiping a card, mindlessly doing things, going about your day, routines, habits, things that you've always done, slowing down a little bit and just taking a step back and making a conscious point to say, do I need to do this? Do I need to buy this? Do I want to you know, do whatever activity? Just because you've always done something a certain way doesn't mean you have to do it that way in the future. Right. Yeah, that's definitely it. Slowing down, taking a pause. And I think it's more of not just mindlessly deciding that you're going to spend money, but making that conscious decision of, hmm, yeah, I'm going to have that coffee today because I want that coffee, not just making it a mindless swipe of your card. Right. So why is it important for us to align our values with our purchases? So you can use your money, using your money to fund whatever is most important to you is what will really help you align kind of everything in life. We can stack everything together. So if you take a moment to think about what are my priorities? What are my values? Is it important to be spending my money in this area? And again, slowing down, taking a step back and thinking about that for a second. Because if it's not important to you that you have a pristine lawn that's cut every two days, do you need to spend the time or money on it? Maybe not. If that's important to you, great. But taking that time to, again, bring that awareness, think about it, and make a conscious decision to use your time, money, and energy towards whatever is most important to you in your life right now. And I think on that same thing, it's not judging what other people think is important because we're all going to have things and find things that are important to us that are different. So you may think it's important to mow your lawn every day or pay somebody to mow your lawn. That comes to the, is this more of a value of my time or is this more of a value of my money? And that, that can also change in seasons of you, you have to mow it because you can't pay somebody. Or like when I was selling my house a couple of years ago, my lawnmower broke and we only, and I wasn't going to need it where we were moving. So we only had like three times it had to be mowed. So we just decided to support a friend's business because it was a lot better just to do that than buy a new lawnmower that we didn't need. Right. So why is saving an important place to be mindful as well? Oh, saving is so important because if you don't make a point to save, it is so easy just to spend everything, right? You might resonate with this right now. If you aren't in a pattern of saving, it's so easy just to spend everything that you have in your account. Right. So again, taking that time to say, think about the future a little bit. What might I need money for in a month, six months, 
five years, even 10 years. Like, what might I need money for down the road? And starting to set dollars aside for that now. Because if you don't, it's super easy just to spend it all right now today for the things that you want. Which is, we're, we're very used to instant gratification and getting all those things and having fun now, but your future self will thank you for your future you. self will thank you. And sometimes it might just be as simple as you really want a new car. Well, having a down payment for a new car can be very helpful, even if you've got a trade-in. Or the in three months, well, do I need to be ready to go on a trip that's going to cost me $3,000? But I really want to go on this trip that maybe once in a chance lifetime. So I've really found that saving helps. And it's, I've always had, I started having a line item in my budget of a travel. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the travel is earmarked for something. Sometimes it's just money going tagged for travel. But what I found was, because I used to have a friend that lived on the West Coast and my sister lived towards the West Coast. And when we wanted to plan a trip, I had the money. I didn't have to sit there and go, well, how am I going to have the money to buy the plane ticket when we want to go. Right. So, it's, it's so much better to just have that little pot of money and you can say, oh, I want to do this and not feel guilty or rack your brain. Of, How am I going to do this? You, you can do it. You have the money sitting right there that you've already set aside for it. Well, not feel guilty, not feel like you've got to um, make a change. It also savings, it really can take some of the stress out of getting some opportunity. Very much so. Very much. And it, when we talk about savings, there are ways that people can do it that you don't have to do it. You can be mindful about it to set it up. But after that, you don't have to be. You could have, depending on how you're paid and how many accounts you're allowed to deposit, you can have your stuff go straight into a savings account and then you don't actually see it right automated savings are the best anything that you can set up to be automatic like you said sometimes your paycheck can go directly into different accounts or maybe it's taking five minutes to set up an auto transfer every month that goes sweeps the money away into a different account that you don't have to think about it. it takes that thought that emotion that inertia out of it it just happens and when you're saving money, one of the better places to put it, I mean, it's great to put it in a savings account, but also putting it in a high yield savings account because you're going to, you may not have as easy access to it, but I find that having your money easy to access, but not as easy to access helps in that saving part. Right. I have our bigger savings account at a completely separate banking institution because it's one high yield and two it's separate. It's basically money that doesn't exist in my brain unless it's for an absolute emergency. Yeah. And so that's definitely it. So also practicing being mindful and maybe saving for that rainy day. How do people think about saving for that rainy day? You know, it usually, unfortunately, a lot of the times it starts with something happening where they need money and they're like, Oh, I wish I would have been saving for that. So start small. If, you know, even if it's, $5 a month right now. Start with something. $5 a month, $10 a week, you know, whatever you are okay moving into savings 
automatically because eventually it starts to pile up, especially, like I said, if you have it at a different institution that you don't even look at every day, all of a sudden, maybe you have a hundred bucks there that you didn't have before. Maybe that soon turns into $500. The other thing is to take some time and reflect on it every few months and say, okay, you know, if you started with $5 a month, can you increase it to seven? You know, again, it doesn't have to be big amounts. When my husband and I were first starting, it was $5 a month. So start somewhere. I think, I think sometimes that's it is it's a scary place to start, but really once you start, it just becomes a habit that you've got. Right. You know, are you really going to miss $5? Probably not. So start with something that you won't feel. If you start with $500, yeah, you're going to feel that. So, and quit pretty soon. And then that money is going to come back into your checking. So start with something you won't even notice and won't even miss. One another one can be that you are, um, that you may even unexpected money. So like if you make an unexpected bonus or, you get a higher refund or you do a job that you weren't expecting to get extra money, making a lot of that go into your savings, maybe making part of it something you can do something different with, but committing that part of it always goes into savings. Right. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing. It's not like you get a bonus and you're like, oh, I have to put every penny of that into savings. Well, you know, it is a bonus. You're can be allowed to treat yourself for some of it, but deciding that, yep, I'm going to put a portion of that away now. Yeah, I think that is so important. So with all of that, it takes some education. How can somebody educate themselves or how can they follow some people that might motivate them? You know, the more you know, the more comfortable and confident you will feel about your money. So, you know, if you never looked at your numbers, you don't track your budget, you, you know, things are scary. It's scary to take that step. But as I've learned with a lot of my clients and, you know, happened for me and my husband personally, when you have complete clarity over your numbers, you have more control and more confidence than you probably ever even thought was possible. So educating yourself, whether that's through podcasts, books, financial coaches, you know, there's websites out there, tons of resources, free resources that you can use to educate yourself. I started with books. My sister gave me two money books when I graduated from college, and that's where my money journey started. I wasn't in the finance world at that point. It took me another like eight years to get there, but that's what I started with. You know, your library is a great resource for free books, podcasts, again, free resources, tons of different things out there. And finding somebody that you resonate with is important too, because everybody has their own different teaching styles. Everybody has their own little nuances or the way they talk. So maybe you love one podcaster, but you're not so much a fan of somebody else. Stick with what you resonate with and what you learn from. Oh, that's very true. And the style that you learn, because we all have different styles of learning. So a book might help, a podcast might help, but, or you might need hands-on. And if you need hands-on, you need to find the person that works for you as a hands-on person as well. 
Right. And maybe it's a combination. I never used to listen to podcasts and now I listen to them all the time when I'm on walks and things. But again, it's a combination. I listen to podcasts. I'll read a, an actual book. I still like my physical books that I read. And, you know, so, but yeah, sometimes it's a visual hands-on one-on-one situation where you need somebody to walk you through it. Yeah. So that's so important. But that's also like everything in our life. We have to find the places to educate us or the people that motivate or resonate with our motivation. It also, you may have people around you, friends or family. But the other part to that is you may be able to learn from their mistakes, not follow their same mistakes that they might have taken. Very true. So that is awesome. So our money mindset is one of those things that is so important for us to look at Taking that importance of focusing on being grateful can really help. Thinking about practicing the mindful of how you're spending, but also how you're saving. Um, And then it's following people who inspire and motivate you, but also finding the education for yourself. Because once you take the education in your own hands and really look at your money and your numbers, you really start to find that. So I would challenge each of you today, if you aren't saving, start saving. If it's $5 a month, $10 a week, a percentage of your paycheck, commit to what you want it to be. If you are savings, can you add $5 or $10 or a percentage to what you are already saving? And what call to action would you have for them, Lindsay? So as a thank you for listening, I'm offering your listeners a copy of my money mindset journal. It is a 30 day guided journal with prompts to kind of help you start digging into some of this stuff, starting to figure out how am I talking to myself about money? And again, taking that step back, slowing down, bringing awareness to what's going on in your head. You might not even know. It might surprise you. Thank you. And that's awesome. It's important just to start on your journey and be intentional about it. But thank you guys for tuning in and thank you, Lindsay, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. That brings us to the end of this episode of Stacked Intent. If you love this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe so you will never miss an episode. New episodes are going to be dropped on Thursdays. Until then, this is Becca and don't forget... Enrich your life by being intentional. This podcast was created, produced, and recorded and edited by Stacked Intent.